ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Australia, Canada, and the Ukraine, and in the states of Virginia, Missouri, and Oregon, and to all of you for pushing us over our previous high of 90,000 listeners. It touches me deeply that so many of you are benefiting from my show because you keep listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-Empowerment connects you to your Limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. Your tip for this week is keep a success journal. It's easy to take for granted what's working in our lives and just focus on what is absent. In a special journal, take a few minutes every day to write down one to three ways in which you were successful in your emotional responses, thoughts, words, or actions. Include changes in your relationships, work, health, and or finances. Even the smallest action or new thought can be a major personal victory. The more you do this, the better you will feel about yourself. Focusing on what is going well in your life will help you attract more good to yourself. I'm sure you know the expression, what you focus on grows. There's a reason it's so popular. It's because it's true. No one's life is perfect. We just imagine that other people have more than we do, got it faster and easier than we did, and of course are happier. The more we can let go of those imaginary and false beliefs, the more we can appreciate and value ourselves, who we are and what we are accomplishing. Writing your successes down every day in a journal can help you pay attention to your growth and development and have more self-compassion, self-love, and self-respect. When we start asking the questions, how am I growing? What am I learning? Did I do a better job this time than the last time? We begin to see ourselves in a different light. We see ourselves as learners who are growing and improving, understanding that we are here on earth to grow in love and compassion helps us give ourselves a break. We 
We are not expected to do it right every time. Yesterday I was cleaning up a stack of old papers and found several notes with the same reminders over and over again. Love the part of you that is still angry at her. Love the part of you that is sad. Love the part of you that is still frustrated. Seeing so many of these notes collected over time was telling. We all struggle with self-compassion, but reading these notes was also an opportunity to be kind to myself by noticing that these were old notes. I've grown, and self-criticism is more the exception these days than the rule. Celebrating my success is a powerful way of loving myself. Another way we can experience more joy in our own lives is by getting rid of the fear and anxiety that separates us from the divine and keeps us from receiving all of the gifts of the divine. In my next workshop, Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, I will teach the process that my guides recently channeled through to me. Doing this technique only 33 times on your own will give you the benefits of three to five years of counseling. If that's hard to believe, it's because the dominant culture ideas about healing are outdated and limiting. True healing comes through vibrations emitted by sound, color, and energy. The vibrations bypass the conscious mind and go directly to the deepest levels of our unconscious mind, instinctual self, and inner child to clear negative thoughts. The process you will experience is new and uses simple chants along with color. Each time we release some of our fears and anxiety, we clear our space of that negative energy and will refill with light and love. This process will bring you balance, emotional well-being, inner security, and success. You will naturally start to feel more love and positivity and move closer to enlightenment. I have been using this technique for myself and am thrilled with the profound effect it's having on how I feel and the ease with which good things are coming to me. Literally, everything is changing and life is lighter, freer, and more fun. For details and to register for the October 6th workshop, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like the I'm Awakening Embodying the Divine Feminine or Learning to Think Think and live without fear. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This choice, this show provides you with, and it is a choice to listen, to listen. this show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly 
truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Amy Lee McCree, who will talk with us about self-compassion as the key to kindness, peace, love, joy, and happiness. In last week's show, Kathy Wilde and I had a great discussion on healing depression and anxiety with the creative process. Just minutes after the show, I received this email from Cynthia. I love, love, loved Kathy Wilde. And within an hour, I received another email also saying how much the listener loved Kathy. Anxiety disorders affect 18% of the population, and at least 25% are on antidepressants. Taken together, almost half of the population in the United States is suffering from anxiety or depression, and maybe even both. In an age where we want a quick solution and are made to feel wrong if we have upsetting thoughts and feelings, too often people turn to drugs to avoid painful feelings. Kathy encouraged us to go into the very feelings that we are trying to avoid. It's only by facing them that we can process them, let them go, and experience relief. The drugs help us hide the truth of our feelings, but they don't make them go away. They're still lurking under the surface doing harm. Kathy quoted the poet Rilke, perhaps everything terrible is in its deepest being something helpless that wants help from us. Kathy encouraged us to provide that help. I believe we are all stronger than we think we are as we begin to look deeply into what needs help from us. We become stronger, which allows us to go deeper until we come to the core of the pain. Creativity triggers endorphins, which helps to replace the pain with joy. Kathy shared her own journey out of anxiety and depression through reading self-empowerment and creativity. She said her inspiration was reading Scott Peck's assertion that life is difficult. In his book, The Road Less Traveled, as Kathy and I continued our conversation after the show, she talked about her belief that depression can be caused by doing too much and trying to please everyone. If we spread ourselves too thin, we have difficulty meeting our expectations. Less can actually be more when it comes to living a full life. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page. For previous shows on healing from anxiety and depression, please listen to June 8, 2017 with Sandra Marinella, The Power of Writing Our Personal Stories to Heal, Grow, and Transform Our Lives. July 20, 2017 with Susan Skurlock Durana, Healing from Trauma by Reclaiming Your Body. November 30th, 2017 with Mary Shores, Your Words Can Change Your Mind, Your Choices, and Your Life. And March 17, I'm sorry, March 15th, 2018 with Corinne Zupko, Inner Peace is Unstoppable. 
You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. For added value, read my new blog on increasing bone density without prescription drugs. Anxiety, stress, and abuse remove calcium from our bones. If you or anyone you know has osteopenia or osteoporosis or wants to avoid these problems, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to read my blog. Now it's time for my silver lining story. One of my clients shared that he had taken off two days from work because he didn't have the energy to go in and do a good job. On his first day back, he mostly hid out at his desk, not accomplishing much. He was feeling puzzled and self-critical about his behavior. He's the kind of person who usually pushes through and gets the job done. As we discussed what was going on in his life, it became clear he was having heavy emotions related to crises close family members were experiencing. These circumstances forced unresolved issues from the past to come to the surface. When the old emotions were added to the present ones, my client went into emotional overload. To take time off work and allow himself to heal was actually a self-loving choice. He didn't see it that way initially because society has taught us to judge ourselves. He assumed he was being irresponsible, maybe even immature. With one family member in the hospital and another one in denial about his serious alcohol addiction, my client could have chosen to push his feelings down and keep to his daily routine. But he's so committed to his own emotional healing that without making a conscious choice, he intuitively allowed himself to feel. And feeling the present pain allowed related buried feelings of family patterns to surface. Even though he didn't realize it at the time, he was releasing some of the old trauma in his early life along with the present traumas. His silver lining was paying attention to his needs, his intuition, and allowing himself to feel, let go, and heal. The result was that when everything had processed through, he had renewed energy, spontaneously cleaned everything in his home and had a successful day at work with easy sales that more than made up for the days when he couldn't work. Cleaning his home was symbolic of an internal clearing that removed old garbage and clutter. Having allowed himself to go through this process, he now understands what was happening and can go through it with more self-compassion and ease the next time. Here are two more valuable tools for self-compassion and growth. To attract more respect and to increase your self-respect, use this chant daily. You can even do it silently before or while interacting with people who are not as respectful as you would like. The chant is... You can do it with me this time. Ah, to 
develop a positive outlook and attract more love, say this affirmation at least three days in a row, every morning and every night. Expect good things. Let's start now. Say it with me. Expect good things. Our guest today Amy Lee McCree's motto is live joy, be kind, love unconditionally. She counsels women and men in the underrated art of self-love and self-acceptance to create happier, healthier lives. Each act of love and kindness moves us a step closer to a world that celebrates all of the beautiful diversity our planet possesses. Amy is a best-selling author, media personality, medical intuitive, and day relationship and wellness coach. She speaks internationally and is a best-selling author whose new book is The Compassion Revolution, 30 Days of Living from the Heart. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoy.com. Joyce.com to like us on Facebook, then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my Dissolving Fear and Anxiety workshop or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, in what ways could you be more self-compassionate? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Amy Lee Mercury to talk about self-compassion as the key to kindness, peace, joy, love, and happiness. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. 
It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Email.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down in what ways you could be more self-compassionate. I'm so pleased to welcome Amy Lee McCree to talk about self-compassion as the key to kindness, peace, joy, love, and happiness. Amy, what a treat to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Paula. It's an honor to be here. Well, and and thank you. You have so much valuable information that I'm uh, looking forward to your sharing with my audience. And I was wondering if you could, because not a lot of people talk about self-compassion. And I love um, what you're doing here. And it's so needed, especially today, and it starts with the self. And so talk to us a little bit about your story, how you came to this awareness, and why this is so important to you. Sure. I'd, I'd be delighted. Um, I, I started working as a <clears throat> excuse me, medical intuitive about 15 years ago. And so... For over 15 years, <clears throat> excuse me, um, for over 15 years, I have been talking with thousands of clients all over the world about the things that are most pressing to them, their deepest heart's desires, their questions, their health problems, and it's been an incredible privilege to really let me in to the deeper understanding of the human experience and how how people approach their lives and the ways that they are successful in managing their lives and being happy and healthy. So, as a writer, whenever I write a book, I'm looking to think about and to create something that I can share with my clients because I've seen this is a need among a lot of people. And even though I might talk to people individually and in their medical intuitive session, it's about self-compassion to get to share 
these messages with a greater audience is a huge joy to me, and it feels like something I can contribute. So I wrote The Compassion Revolution, 30 Days of Living from the Heart, because I watched a need arise, or I witnessed the need in a lot of the people I talked to, whether they had a health problem, they had a work problem, they had a romantic problem. There were so many things that self-compassion, self-kindness, self-love could solve. And so the Compassion Revolution was born out of that. And then the second portion of that book is once you've extended that compassion to yourself in a deep and meaningful way and made it a way of life, you're able to share compassion with the world. And so that's sort of the part two of why I wrote The Compassion Revolution, to try to bring empowerment, to be able to share a unique perspective that might get people to take action towards loving themselves in a deeper, more meaningful way. Well, and and 90% of our self-talk is negative. So most of us are constantly feeding ourselves negative thoughts, which, in speaking to, to your second point, is that if we're feeding ourselves negative thoughts and we're thinking in a negative way, then it's very hard to be positive and kind to other people. And so learning to be kind to ourselves is then we come from a different place when we interact with others. So Absolutely. I was wondering, and if, yes, a peaceful heart, a peaceful mind, a compassionate heart, a compassionate mind can give us a foundation from which we can share a lot more peace and compassion with the world. Yes, and you talk about um, how everything starts with our thoughts. So how how does one begin to change their thoughts, to change that self-talk that I think most of us don't even hear or, or know that it's going on? You know, it's such a great question. And um, I don't know if you ever read the book, The Untethered Soul. Have you heard of that, that book by Michael Singer? Yes. It's, I, I love that book. I think it's a beautiful book. And, and Michael Singer has a great analogy there where he talks about that if we were living with a roommate, uh, a roommate that, you know, walked around and sitting on the couch with us just, you know, saying all these negative things to us and sort of also kind of really neurotic you know, uh, oh, that thing on TV just reminded you of your ex-boyfriend, and then this is how you felt about that, and you're replaying that, and then you're thinking, you know, these negative self-thoughts. Michael Singer's analogy in the book is if you lived with a roommate like that, they'd drive you so crazy, you'd kick them out. But that's what our mind is, is doing. It's, you know, and so I think that to begin to even tackle that as a concept, first we have to bring awareness to that. And then secondly, we have to observe it for a while and notice it. And then we can do different things to interrupt negative self-talk, absolutely. And, you know, positive affirmations are a great thing to do. Posting, Posting encouraging positive affirmations in your environment, on your bathroom mirror, things like that will help remind you 
but I actually think one of the top things we can do to help learn to train the mind is to use meditation and ultimately mindfulness to do that because we need to get between the thoughts and find the spaces between the thoughts, which often are negative self-talk because that's a big part of what goes on in our minds. If we can get between the thoughts and get into those spaces between, then we have an opportunity to have some mental and emotional breathing room and shift the inner discussion and shift it towards words of encouragement towards ourselves. So the, the other thing I think is really important is to really make a concerted effort to treat yourself as if you would, as if you were talking to or caring for a loved and treasured relative, friend, spouse, someone you really care for, and to extend that deep caring to yourself and to even demonstrate that to yourself with actions, choices, whether it's saying no to something that would tax you or it's, you know, the kind of cliche of buying yourself a beautiful bouquet of flowers to enhance your environment, making conscious decisions and taking conscious action towards demonstrating a level of caring and compassion for yourself is another way where we show up for ourselves and we take action and we make conscious choice towards change while also practicing meditation and surrendering, resting in the space between our thoughts. So we take the active principle of action and the receptive principle of feeling and being, combining it with thinking and doing, and then I think we really have a recipe for some inner alchemy towards self-compassion. I like what you're saying, the combination. I think that's so powerful that so many people talk about one or the other, and it's really uh, uh, all of it that's important, just like it's not just our thoughts or our words or our actions, it's all of it. And that that we have to change what's going on in our heads, what's coming out of our mouths, and also what we're doing in the world. Because if it's only in thought, then it doesn't go anywhere. How do we actually, you know, put our feet on the ground and do those things that we say are important to us is if it's only language, then it's not enough. I agree. And and to take it into action is to bring it to the external and also to take it into the internal environment in a deeper, more meaningful way and in a way that merges our universal consciousness with our intention to be compassionate. And I think that that's a really powerful space in which to dwell And I personally think meditation opens the door for some deeper levels of surrender that are about receptivity. They're not really about action. But if we are flavoring that with the intention of self-compassion and universal compassion for all sentient beings as well, and then we combine that with, with these powerful actions where we demonstrate to ourselves hey, I'm worth it. I'm worth taking this action. I'm worth carving out this time for myself. 
I'm, I'm worth making this choice or putting in this effort. When we combine these two things, I think that's when people can see real change on a lot of levels. And, and, you know, there's different schools of thought, like we need 21 days or 40 days or all these different numbers of days to move into real change. And that's why the Compassion Revolution, my book, is 30 days of living from the heart. Because I'm saying, okay, if you can commit to 30 days of living from the heart in a stance of compassion for yourself and the world, you can alchemize your own consciousness in the direction of your choosing. I love what you're saying, and I also liked that you chose the number 30 because it reduces to three. It's the power of three, Um, the trinity, me, myself, and I, you know, however you want to uh, look at that. Three is a very powerful spiritual number, and so it adds that spiritual component to the physical component of the number of days to create a new habit, a new way of being in the world. And and I wanted to add, too, that what you were saying about meditation being so important, I absolutely agree with you. And, and also, it's an act of self-love to take the time away from whatever we think we have to do to give that special time to ourselves to uh, to um uh, and I loved your the way you expressed it to the space between the thoughts um, so uh, it's a new way for me to talk about meditation. I, I think that's really powerful. But however one thinks of it, it's a technique and a process that if we build it into our daily lives can transform our lives. It really can. And, and we have some some pretty reliable clinical studies at this point that tell us Meditation and resulting mindfulness will decrease cortisol, which decreases inflammatory proteins in our bloodstream. We know meditation helps lower stress hormones. We know that eight weeks of consistent meditation will demonstrably clinically reduce inflammatory molecules and stress hormones by 15% in the body. We know meditation reduces anxiety. We know deep breathing engages the vagus nerve, which triggers a signal in our nervous system to slow the heart rate, lower blood pressure, and again, to decrease cortisol, which causes all kinds of health things that we don't want. So it is an act of self-love and and of great health enhancement to give ourselves that time to meditate. Absolutely. And the space between the thoughts concepts to me, we, you know, all those stats are about these wonderful things that meditation provides. And then the space between the thoughts is, is talking about consciousness, which is the, the essence of what connects us with the universal life force. It's our spirituality. And that is an act of self-love to give ourselves permission to take the time and the space 
out of our busy daily lives, which are focused on doing and action and producing and status in, in this world, and instead to give ourselves that time to be and to feel and to experience our consciousness and thereby open the door to our spiritual connection. Absolutely. And we're about to go on break, but I just want to add is that the the hidden information, too, is that one of the benefits of meditation is having more energy and being able mm. to do more in the world in a positive way because there's less stress, less worry, less negative energy pulling our attention away from the positive actions that we want to take. So it's it in addition to self, it, it's self-love in, in lots of ways um, and, and which also then gives us more energy to add to the compassion in the world. So I, I love the way you shared that with uh, so much good information and when we come back I'd like to continue this conversation and also to talk some about guilt and forgiveness and um, believing in ourselves I'm your host Dr. Paula the Life Doctor and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit while you're listening to the commercials go to my website drpaulajoyce.com to sign up for my email list you'll receive the information and I'll shows a chapter on my ultimate creative problem solving from my best-selling book which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul your true self your inner wisdom healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life this process came to me in that space that albert einstein talked about between sleeping and waking was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed they change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment now in your paper write down how you're going to begin to be more self-loving stay tuned we'll be right back with amy lee mercury to talk more about self-compassion as the key to kindness peace joy love and happiness Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to dr paula joyce at gmail.com now back to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to start being more self-loving. And remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Andronia can help you. And I'm so glad we're here talking with Amy Lee McCree about self-compassion as the key to kindness, peace, joy, love, and happiness. And I'll add, and, and, be, and making the world a more compassionate place because I agree with you 100% on that. So w- where we left off, I had promised that we would come back and talk um, some about guilt and, um, and and a couple other topics, but let's start with guilt because that's such a heavy one and so hard. I know it's been the hardest thing for me to let go of was to just learn to accept life as it is and that I'm not the beginning and end of all horrible things in the world. <laughs> um, so Absolutely. Talk- <laughs> and I think as a healer and a helping professional and a caring individual, it's, it can be hard to think that we ever did anything to cause suffering to another human or, or animal or plant for that matter. I love that you included animal and plants, but, and yes, um, any kind of, um, of harm does, it does um, have an impact, but we keep that impact going and make it worse when we don't look at it as a part of being a human being and and as a way to help us grow and do it differently and better next time as opposed to continuing to punish ourselves with uh, what a terrible person we are that we did that. I, I agree and and I think that, that that feeling of guilt can be really overwhelming. And, and any overwhelming feeling can be hard for us to process. I think sometimes it ends up getting lodged in our energy body or our, our somatic system, even in our physiology. I see that a lot as a medical intuitive. 
And so one of the things I think is really helpful for guilt or other troubling emotions as well, it does take us back in a way to the concept of meditation and it's meditation from a, from a heart-centered space where we do use meditation techniques to quiet the mind and follow the breath, but then we bring our attention into what we would call our heart space, whether you feel that as a chakra or in a, in, in that it's located in the center of your chest or you think of it in general terms as your emotional body, your emotional energy, but you bring your attention there and, and in quiet presence, as you do observe your thoughts, things will come up and out. In Buddhism, sometimes those are called samskaras, um, S-A-M-S-K-A-R-A-S. And samskaras are places or sort of uh, energies that get lodged of emotions we haven't been able to let flow through us. Guilt is a big one. Ideally, as humans, if we feel an emotion we let it flow through us and it's there and then it's gone because the present moment has moved on. Whether it's a good emotion, like, oh my gosh, that feeling of love. And then we just want to think about that person all the time because we want to feel those feelings again. But if we are able to let things flow through us, then we don't get stuck in the past or the future. We're able to live in the present. And, and that's what the guilt is. It's stuck at being stuck in the past. So meditating with attention on the heart space allows us to let these samskaras or these denser emotional energies can naturally filter out of the body. We can't push them out always. We can't force them out always. But we can rest in them, be aware of them, and through that compassionate, loving awareness, a benevolence that we extend to ourselves, we can allow them to dissolve, dematerialize, dissipate, and, and flow out of us and then give us back our awareness of the present moment in more volume. I, I love the way you described it, and I think often those negative thoughts or feelings want to be acknowledged rather than hiding from it or running from it, which is our first tendency because it doesn't feel good. And so it keeps replaying because we haven't allowed ourselves to really hear it. But if you can hear it and feel it and let it go, which is the way I'm hearing what you're saying, then you can allow yourself to be present because if you're stuck in the past, you're missing all the beauty of what's happening right now and all the good that you could do in this moment. Exactly. That's so well put. And 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 sometimes with, with tough emotions, I mean, there are things I think we can do. There are actions we can take to push these things out. But there, that can be a lot less effective than just being and allowing our awareness to witness this is what's happening right now or this is how I felt back then and how do I feel about it now? You know, just gentle self-reflection can be a more profound tool for healing than 
taking massive action at times, especially when we're dealing with emotions. Uh, beautifully said. And I also wanted to touch on, you talk about bullying and forgiveness, and that's such a, um, all kinds of abuse, and bullying is one form of abuse, are um, so rampant right now. And um, dealing with that, with forgiveness, is very powerful and yet challenging. Talk to us a little bit about that, please. It's incredibly challenging. I, I agree. And, you know, there's, in regards to bullying, you obviously can tell I'm a big proponent of meditation. And there's a quote from the Dalai Lama that I absolutely love that says, uh, if every eight-year-old in the world is taught meditation, we would eliminate violence from the world within one generation. Um, so that's just a really great way to, to have us teach our, our, our children and the, the young people we get to be in contact with to, to be in the present moment and to be able to, to witness themselves and to bring self-awareness into the picture for people is one of the ways where we take away this motivation to bully. Because why, why does a bully actually bully? And that's something I think as we look at forgiveness, it's really powerful to to put ourselves on the other side of the situation. If if we were bullied, for example, why did that person treat us that way? What what possibly could they be getting out of it? Because we know they we don't know what they're going to experience. We don't know their degree of empathy, but we we can surmise most people are somewhat good. It's not very good. And so there will be an element of guilt for that person as well, even the person who stood by and allowed the bullying to happen. So so the first step, I think, in forgiveness is to, to just flip the tables and be able to say, hmm, I wonder what, I wonder what preceded that, what, what bad experience preceded that, or what desire to feel more power because they felt powerless preceded that or things like that. There, there's a story that I, I may have written about in this book. I know I've written about in one of my books. It's, it's kind of a lot, so I'm not sure. But um, there's a story oh. that I, I tell sometimes about when I was in middle school and there was a, a girl who was a bully to me. And um, I learned years later because she was a friend of a neighbor and all of this stuff that during that time in her life, there was a lot of turmoil at home. Her parents were getting divorced and there was a lot of, there were a lot of bad things going on in her life. And so it let me see that sometimes the pain that somebody doesn't know how to process is something that they don't know what to do with it except to act it out or pass it on. And so when we look at the concept of forgiveness, we can bring our mind and our heart into that and look at that from a compassionate standpoint. And we can also, again, return to the concept of meditation and being, being with our feelings and not judging them or trying to force them or push them. But when we meditate enough and, and reach a state of deeper heart-level surrender, that's where I 
believe true forgiveness happens. And I'll tell you, 17 years as a medical intuitive, you cannot force forgiveness. There's no way to goose that process. There's no way to push that process through because it is an alchemical, soul-level, heart-level process where we surrender deeper and deeper, and then out of it, forgiveness is born, whether it's for the self, for something we did, or something that was done to us, or a situation that, you know, is planetary, whatever is ailing us. We, we have to rest deeper and accept ourselves on a deeper level to reach that state of forgiveness. And that was, go, go yeah, ahead. And meditation, and, I think, can help us get there anyways. So I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but we are out of time for this portion of the, uh-huh. of, of the show. But that was a beautif- so beautifully said and, and a, a perfect place to end um, this segment of the show, really, because it, it, you, what you talked about was self-compassion as well as compassion for others. It doesn't mean if someone is bullying us on an ongoing basis that we have to continue to put ourselves in their presence, but we can look at what happened and forgive ourselves and forgive them. And I love that you said it's a process, so important, and and you just uh, discussed it in such a beautiful way. The whole show um, was just lovely. Thank you so very much, Amy. I really appreciate you, and I encourage everyone to purchase the Compassion Revolution, 30 Days of Living from the Heart, and visit Amy at Amy Lee, L-E-I-G-H, Mercree, M-E-R-C-R-E-E dot com. Thank you, Amy. And thank, thank you all so of much. You. And you're welcome. And thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, to sponsor one of my workshops. Um, if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount, which I do in person uh, on coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients, helping people remove blockages and connecting their mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Andrea, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of self-love and self-care. Ask for her help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Be specific and use your own words or say something like, Archangel Andrea, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me rest more or to be kinder to myself or to say kind things to myself. Pay attention to signs 
and synchronicity and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please join us next Thursday when Kat Young will return to talk about her new book, The Art of Healing with Crystals, on October 11th when Jim Bubba Bay will talk with us about his near-death experience and everyday miracles. And on October 18th when Dr. Raymond Moody and Lisa Smart will talk about their new University of Heaven offering online courses and conversations about near-death, shared death, and after-death experiences. Please continue to send me your questions, comments, and silver lining stories. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.